Well, it's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and yes, Gina was correct yesterday. We do, we still do not have air conditioning here at the uh, condo in in Ventnor. And well, this is news that you can use uh, from Car Edge with your hosts Zach and Ray for Wednesday, July twenty sixth. Let's jump right in. That wholesale used car prices are falling precipitously. The latest data from Black Book shows an increasing trend of depreciation in the wholesale market. The market continues to decline, and despite the overall drop last week being less than the week prior, the level of weekly declines continues to exceed what is typical for this time of year based on pre-pandemic trends. Many auctions across the country last week saw increases in conversion rates and the number of units offered for sale. However, the condition of units is a challenge for buyers with low conversion rates. No, condition reports. Condition reports, me and high mileage. We are seeing that. Yes. We are seeing that a sustained downward trend in used car prices on the wholesale market thank right you, now. Thank and you. And dealers are starting to feel some of that pain. And banks who have underwritten the, the actual loans for these vehicles, they're starting to feel some of the pain as well. What would you make of the latest Black Book report? Again, wholesale used car values down significantly, more than is normal week over week. And even though it was uh, a little less of a decline this past week, it was still a half a percentage point. Yep. Um, now normally it's, it's, you know, you're looking at one to 2% declines per month, not four to 5% declines per month. And so it's, it's running higher than it has been, but we still haven't really seen those declines translated into retail asking prices to any great degree. Let's do what we always do on this show, which is we're going to test things live. So in the past two weeks, Black Book has yes. shown a 1.2% decline in wholesale prices. If we go over, we can look at uh, the trends from Cox Automotive and Mannheim. All the data over there points to the same thing. Year over year, Mannheim shows wholesale prices down 11%. The, mm-hmm. rate, the latest monthly recap from Mannheim, wholesale values declined in first half of July as well. Retail sales momentum in June, market now up year over year. So we are seeing on the retail side some continued st- stability with regards to retail yes, sales. Yes, but, but that's that's the important part there. Retail sales momentum in June, market now up year over year, which indicates to me that even though wholesale prices are down, dealers knowing that sales are up are going to continue to ask for the ridiculous prices that they've been asking for. And, and the retail price drop it will will not be anywhere near what the wholesale price drop has been. That is typically what we're saying, but I want to put it to the test. Okay. You know me. I love doing these yes. live experiments on the show. Let's see. Pick a car. Uh, I saw Susanna in the chat here said, look at 2021. Woo, child. Let's look, let's look at some 2021s really quick. Okay. Let's see what price history is looking like on some 2021 used vehicles for sale let's do here let's just toggle used we're not even going to sort by or choose a make and model we're just going to look for used 2021s wow yeah nifty right kind of we're currently in maryland i've got the zip code i set like to maryland. maryland so we've got a camaro here oh zl1 we're not going to look yeah. at that let's look at all right we'll look at an ev in a second no, let's no, look no, at no, this look at that look at that hundred thirty-two thousand mile sienna holy <laughs> look at that one well, but it's only been on the market for six It doesn't days. matter. Just look at that one. I mean, 
how a how could it have 132,000 miles on it? Okay. <laughs> Being a 2021, unless I don't know. Of course, it was a drug running vehicle from from Maine to Florida. Siennas typically aren't used for that. Well, maybe maybe they've moved to that to make it less likely to be stopped. Um, hey, but- we're looking for depreciation of Toyotas. Here you go, gang. This was a forty five thousand dollar <laughs> van. Now they're only new. now they're only asking thirty grand with one hundred and thirty. 2,000 miles on it. Yeah. All right, I, but let's do an example of a vehicle that's been sitting for a while. Okay. Holy cow. Wait, that one's sick. never been sitting. That's probably the first time it's, first ever, time been it's ever been in park. Yeah. yeah. All right. So a vehicle that's been sitting for over 120 days. Oh, let's yeah. do that. We've got a Ford Echo Sport, Ford Escape. Let's look at this Ford Escape. Okay. 2021. It's got 10,000 miles. They've had it for 250 days, man. Man, that seems like a lot. Seems What's like a wrong lot. with that vehicle? Well, let's look at the price history. That's what I want to look yeah. at. We think it's worth about $21,850. Yes. Let's go to the price history. All right, here we go, Dad. The price has come down significantly for this dealership. They do a lot of dynamic pricing. In January of this year, it was a 27000 December of last year, $28,500 vehicle. Mm-hmm. They're down $5,500. So, and they still can't sell it. And they still can't sell it. I think, though, mm-hmm. that, that points out. Can you the take the VIN, of, since yeah. you like to do things live, can you it. take the VIN and, and plug that into CarWiser? Yeah, let's do it. I'm just curious as to as to what kind of offers, you know. So this has, uh, we'll say 10,000 miles, yes. this VIN, and yes. we're in the state of Maryland. So I'm going to yes. go to sell, and yes. I'm going to And, and I'm, I'm going to guess. I'm just guessing. Yeah, what I do don't you know. Think? This is, by the way. CarEdge.com slash sell. This is how you can get dealers to bid on a car you're thinking about selling. We're obviously not selling this car, yeah, but it's good. But I'm, I'm going to guess that the highest bid we're going to get is fourteen five. Fourteen five, And That's, the dealer's asking 23000 Yes. Okay, let's see. Yeah, I'm, and I'm just curious. Let's see. Clean title. Sure. Yeah, we own it. Sure. Yeah, yeah we have the title. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no accidents. No. The Carwiser team loves when I do this. Yeah. Are there any minor defects? Yeah. No, 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 no. None of the above. Never yeah. been smoked in. No speed <clears throat> issues. Nothing's no. broken. No mechanical issues. No fluid leaks. No aftermarket parts. Don't put aftermarket parts on your escapes, folk. Yeah. Folks, excuse me. Uh, tires are brand new. We have both keys. No tire issues. No issues. Yeah, I'm going to buy another car. Sure. So you said fourteen <laughs> five. Is my Dealer guess. is selling a twenty twenty one Ford Escape for twenty three thousand dollars. They have come yeah. down fifty five hundred dollars on price. Yes. In the past nine months or so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Igor thinks I'm light on my mm-hmm. on what I what I think we're going to get bids of. Well, we got to wait and find out. Whoa. Whoa! I was very light. Whoa. Car gurus would pay someone in the car gurus network would pay twenty thousand one hundred thirty one dollars. Carmax and give me the VIN. You have to wait for getting offers yes. from them. So look at that, Dad. We're talking about wholesale prices down significantly. Again, if we jump back over here, the headline for today's show is the fact that dealers can't sell these overpriced cars and they can't turn to the auctions to go sell them for a profit. There, the Black Book data shows that. The Cox Automotive Mannheim data shows that. Then we jump over here. We look at an example. We've yes. only done one example, so we'll look at another one as well. A 2021 Ford Escape car gurus. If you actually own this car, you could sell it through CarEdge.com slash sell for $20,131. And if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I got to get in a better habit of favoriting vehicles when we do this. If I'm not mistaken, Dad, we actually think you should negotiate down to $21,850. But more importantly, 
They go to the price history. This dealer is demonstrating that yes. they can't sell overpriced used cars. It was a $28,500 listing price on 12-14-2022, and they've come down $5,500. This is a trend we are starting to see. Now, let's look at some other – we'll look at some yes, other vehicles. and, and I, I honestly, I'm shocked that car gurus would pay twenty grand for it. Um, and if and if they would, then you would think, based on that, that it should you should be able to retail it for twenty three. Um, but based on the fact that it's been sitting on the dealer's lot for two hundred fifty three days, they haven't been able to. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. Then, yeah. why are consumers not purchasing these vehicles if it's even a fair price? Well, it's because the restrictions on lending are becoming more and more real. You yes. might have someone who's interested in buying that car at a twenty-three thousand dollars price point out the door, twenty-five, twenty-six thousand dollars. Maybe they can't get a proof of financing. Maybe they have so much negative equity in the car they're trading in. You know, you've got a real constraint going on now on the demand, the ability for people to even oh, be absolutely. purchasing these. Things. Yes. All right, let's look at another one, Pops. You know it's one of my favorite things to do. Let's see. Maybe that was an anomaly. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I love anomalies. We're pulling up inventory from that's from a Ford dealer, Lindsay Ford of Wheaton, Fitzgerald used cars of Wheaton. Here we go. A Toyota TRD, uh, Toyota Tacoma TRD <laughs> off-road four-wheel drive. You want to try that? Um, sure. <laughs> well, we've got some <laughs> other options here, like a Lincoln Corsair that can't move, a Dodge Charger that can't move, Trailblazer, Kia Rio. Pick one. I don't care. Let's do this Tacoma. Let's see what happens. Okay. All right. So this dealership has been sitting on this vehicle for 193 days. Let's look at the price history. First thing I want to go to. They've barely budged on price. Yes. And and it's the Fitzgerald organization and their price is their price. All right. So <laughs> they want $38,993. Let's run it through CarWiser. Let's do the same exact yes. thing. I'm, because on the wholesale market, if they took this to the auction right now, they would not be able to sell it for as much money as they likely bought it for. Or at least um, they probably still could make a profit because they probably got it as a trade-in. Let's check. Where's the stock number? Where's the stock number? Where are you, stock number? I don't know. Overview and features. I don't know where the stock number is. Okay, well, they're not giving you one. Yeah, but we have the stock number. All right, I'll talk to the team about that. All right, in the meantime, let's yeah. put it over here. It's got 30,000 miles. Um, let me reload this. Start over. Okay. What do you think this is going to be worth, Pops? Uh, man, I, I, I don't have a clue. <laughs> um, 30, $34,000. $34,000. Let's yes. see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Clean. Yeah, we own it. Yeah, no accidents. No, 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 no. Didn't he used to play for the Wizards? Oh, no, that was Nay. Nay, Nay. Two under a year old. No, no. Yes. All right, let's see. Here we go, folks. In this vehicle, let me open it back up in a new tab. This vehicle, again, the dealer is asking for $38,000. Yeah, $39,000. Yes. Yeah, that's freaking hot in here. Well, you know, that's why we look a little darker today, ladies. You know, <laughs> we don't have the lights on, trying to keep the heat down. There you go. Yeah. So this is an example. Dealers asking $39,000 wholesale value of this or trade-in value or, you know, the, the value we could get if we were going to sell one. Yes. 
$30,677. So if you're the dealer, Dad, which would mean that they would probably try and sell it for around 34,000. The dealer who buys it at 30. Yeah. But let's look back at this debt. If you're the dealer and you've been sitting on this, what was it? 193 days. Yes. And you have come down literally a thousand dollars on, not even no, $1, 500 bucks, $500 on price. Yeah. What would you do? What, what would, you, would I? What do? would your bank be saying to you? Well, I, you know, the bank wouldn't be saying anything to me because we're such a large organization that they wouldn't be saying anything. But if I was the used car manager or I was the general manager, yeah, I would. I would be on the used car manager's butt to lower the price of that vehicle. Get somebody in here. Let's get it. I mean, whatever they own it for, that money's been tied up for 193 days. Let's 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 take uh, let's take the wrappings off of that money, and and go buy something else that we can turn quicker. The idea is to turn your inventory as quickly as possible, not as slowly as possible. Do you think that? Because the data shows. Let me pull it up on the screen. The yeah. data from Cox Automotive from Mannheim shows a three percent decline in retail prices. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about very significant declines in wholesale prices, yet only a three percent decline. Year over year. So year over year, wholesale prices are down 11, if not more percent. Yes. And retail prices are only down 3%. 3%. Do you think, we've had this conversation many times, do you think that number is going to increase, stay about the same? For example, like that Tacoma we were just looking at, do you think that I, that price will go down? Or no, will I do not. I, th I, think, I think pricing, the retail side of things will stay high simply because year over year sales are up. And, and they're up at higher prices, even though the wholesale values are declining, uh, the retail values are not. The people that are out there are still willing to pay those type of prices for vehicles. So until people take themselves out of the market, there's no real reason for the dealers to continue to lower their prices. The good news for the dealer is that they can spend less to get a vehicle and make even more per vehicle sold than they had been because the retail asking prices will still remain high. So we're preaching patience as a virtue over on the new car side. If you can, if you can hold out aside from our sales event, but if you can hold out and even truly, you know, disregard the sales event, if you can yeah. wait till December, it'll be a better time to buy. Incentives will be higher. The uh, motivation be. from the yes. dealer should be greater. Yes. But you think on the used car side, patience is not a virtue because the lack of supply will eventually lead to these prices this is plateauing. This, this is the reason five months ago, four months ago, whatever it was that I said, when, when I did a solo video one day and I said, if you find a used car that you like today and you like the price, yeah, buy it today because it'll probably be cheaper today than it will be tomorrow because there is that shortage of quality used cars. And because of that shortage, I agree with Leon though, Pops. And because of and because of that shortage, the, there's no need for the dealers to really lower their prices, and the and the customers have grown accustomed to the prices that they've been asked to pay, and so far they've been willing to pay. True. Um, if if sales are up year over year, 
then what's the incentive for the dealer to say, yeah, let me lower the prices on the used cars? Uh, um, even though they might be sitting a tad bit longer than they had been, I think right now we're sitting at about a 51-day supply. Yep. Um, they, they're still getting sold for the most part. So what's the incentive for the dealer to, to say, you know, you know, okay, wholesale prices are down, so uh, 11%. Let me drop my retail prices 5%. No, because the people are still paying the really elevated asking prices. I hear you. But if lending restrictions become tighter and tighter and tighter, paired with increased interest rates, rising floor plan costs, then you start to build a financial case for why prices should come down. We haven't even talked I, about no, nobody. I have apocalypse. not. I, I have I have not said that they shouldn't come down. I'm giving you reasons why they won't come down. That's why this show is effective. We're good uh, uh, yin and yang. Counter we counterbalance. Yeah. Yeah, that's it exactly. Let's switch gears, Pops. Let's talk about something slightly different. We had posted yes. over on the Car Edge, uh, uh, one of the free guides that Justin wrote. And shout out to a uh, car dealership guy over on Twitter. He tweeted this out earlier today. The disappearing act of affordable trucks. This yeah. might be, and we can tie it back to the used car conversation. This might be why we see inexpensive vehicles continue to retain higher values because mm -hmm. there are not replacements for them as new vehicles. This is interesting data, Dad. Let me come down on the screen here. And just for everyone, it's under resources, free guides. Pops, look at this chart. Yes. We're going to dig into this as a group. We analyzed every single freaking day from January 2019 to July of this of this month mm -hmm. of this year, excuse me. The inventory levels for base trim, entry level trims for F-150s, Silverados, and Ram 1500s. Yes. Blue is going to show you your F-150 inventory for the entry level XL. Okay. Look at what happened to the production of entry level XL F-150s. It plummeted. Um, absolutely plummeted yeah and now it's bounced back y yes look at the red line that's your chevy silverado it went down significantly as well yes yeah it plummeted it plummeted yeah and it's coming back not nearly as much as the f-150 and then you've got your ram 1500s yes it plummeted yes and it has stayed plummeted <laughs> yes. yes so you have that we were looking at a tacoma right yes a relatively new tacoma that relatively new Tacoma, if it's an entry-level trim, is going to be worth its weight in gold because they're just not producing as many as they used to to replace it. Uh, then, this data is fascinating, absolutely then, fascinating. Then, then if that's the case, why would the dealer reduce the price? It's another justification for why entry-level trim options, LXs, the uh, you know the the Ford option there, yes. the XL, the uh, the classic for the Ram fifteen hundred. The list goes on and on for all the entry-level trims. My new hypothesis yes. is that entry-level trim options are going to retain their value significantly more than upper-level trims because there's been an overproduction of those higher-level trims and an underproduction of the entry-level options. Which is something we've talked about for months and months and months. And, and you know, I, I, I always speak of it as the abandonment of the, of the middle class. Um, but yeah, the manufacturers decided when there were limited chips available that those chips were going to the high uh, content vehicles, the high trim level vehicles, the highest profit margin vehicles for them, which took 
the lower profit margin vehicles, the more affordable vehicles, out of the production mix altogether. Which will artificially inflate the value of 2018 entry-level options that are yes. out there because they didn't produce them for the follow-on years. I just dropped the link in the chat. Let's look at some more of the, the information here, Deb. The Ram 1500. There were, or there are 53,652 new Ram 1500s on sale across the nation right now. Okay. However, the most affordable trim option today is the Ram 1500 Tradesman. It makes up less than 3,500 of the available options. Yes, less than wow. 3,500. So about 5% of your available Ram 1500 options are tradesmen's, and you're never going to find one on a dealer lot. Well, there's a, the one, classic, in, there's a one in 3,445 chance. The classic dead. Not yes. only did inventory drop by a whopping 88% from 2019 to 2023, it also saw a 26% price hike. And if I remember correctly, inflation was only 21 21%. Yeah. Well, that was five-year inflation. That's yeah. not three-year inflation. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll run the three-year inflation. Yeah. The Silverado work truck, an entry-level option there, 41% increase in price and a 33% decline. Right? That, I mean, it's just um, the, the F-150 XL, 54% of what it was um, pre-pandemic. This speaks volumes to your case for yeah. why certain used vehicle prices will retain their value significantly. And it also speaks volumes. We didn't even touch on it yet, but Stellantis earnings came out and they, they're making more hand over fist. They're making more money than ever yes. before. Yes. All the while we're seeing dealer lots, you know, back up with inventory. Yes. And them abandoning folks who could you know, potentially afford their vehicles. I don't get it. Truly. I'm like in disbelief. Um, well, I, I I think the way I phrased it to you was, uh, who knew that you, that producing crap and charging more for the crap you're producing uh, <laughs> leads to, well, higher profits for producing crap? Anyone who has any concern that now that we're working with a dealership to do a Car Edge sales event means we will not be our authentic selves can replay that segment right there. We encourage everyone and, and, to join and, us on August 12th. And, you know, yeah. and that's not to say that that what I consider in many cases crap doesn't appeal to a certain percentage of the population. I mean, you know, Chrysler brands, when it was Chrysler, yep. has always had an audience. Jeep has always had an audience. Dodge and Ram pickup trucks have always had an audience. Okay. There are plenty of, of those owners who say, I like this better than I like a Ford or a Chevy product or a GM product. Yep. Um, so just because I think of it as a lesser quality vehicle doesn't mean that others don't look at it and go, no, it is equal in quality uh, to the Ford and, and Chevy products. And in the old days, it was typically a little bit cheaper, but maybe <laughs> not so much anymore. Definitely not so yes. much anymore. Let's go to the chat here, Dad. Mike says prices go up 25% and then the deal of the century with a drop of 3%. How to scam the public. Mike, prices on the wholesale side went up more than 50%. They've yes. now come down maybe 10 to 15%. On the retail side, they went up closer to 30%. And 35%. Yeah, 35%. Yeah. And yeah, maybe they've come down 5% total. I'm not just thinking year over year. I'm yeah. thinking over the over the, the span yes, of the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, and, and if... If, if you want us to say it's not enough, we agree. It's not enough. I mean, you know, these things are still way too inflated. 
um, from what their true values. I love this from Jonathan. Thanks for the content, guys, but no offense intended. When will prices a new truck? We're not offended. We're not offended. When will the price a new truck? Maybe with the Ford F-150, we're seeing XL production increase. You know, they're starting to do some entry-level options. I think, I I truly am holding out that I think at the end of this year on the new side, you'll have more entry-level options. You'll have more incentives. Well, that's what I think is going to happen. They're going to divert some of their production. uh, They're going to... They're going to divert a greater percentage of their production to entry level or lower content vehicles yeah, they than have they have to. in the past, which will help bring down average transaction prices, which will mean that there are more affordable vehicles out there for people to purchase. Um, so if if what you're suggesting is well when are they going to drop the price of an $80,000 truck and bring it down to 70,000 or 65 never <laughs> you know um but the thing that'll drive the average transaction price down is the fact that they went from producing one out of every 10 as an entry level option to three out of every 10 as an entry level option that's yes. the thing that'll drive down average transaction exactly I, I do want to reiterate you should not be paying market adjustments on any vehicles any new vehicles. We're even seeing with Toyota dealers on Sienna, Sequoia, et cetera. You should not be paying market adjustments. That time has come and gone, fortunately. Except at the local um, CDJR dealers in <laughs> yeah, if you haven't watched, County. If you haven't watched and, our latest and video. And Camden County. Um, and, the, and there is an exception for specialty vehicles. Yes. Like there's C8 Corvettes. We still see crazy things. The F-150 Raptors. We still see yeah, crazy yeah. things. But your mainstream vehicles, you should not be paying over MSRP anymore. Yes. That, those times, yeah, again, they've, they've come. And gone. All right, let's answer one other question here, Pops, and then we'll get a, uh, a quick little ice-cold shower for you before your next show on the Car Edge Electric Channel. Shai says, how will the extreme amount of repos coming up affect the used market? I don't think they will. I really don't, because I think the banks that are that are repossessing these repossessing these vehicles can't offset the lack of supply. The, the thing that could influence my thinking there, Dad, would be if we see the loan delinquency rate and the repo rate really skyrocket. It's looking like it could. I doubt it. I mean, another quarter worth of data should indicate if it is or if it isn't. But, you know, if there's a huge surplus, like pre-pandemic, and it, and it surpasses that by multiple percentage points, yeah, that'll have an impact. But I think there's such a lack of supply. And, and for the most part, the uh, repossessions are not typically the nicer vehicles. Yeah. Um, if you've been watching Brandon's yeah, channel, he's documented I'm, a lot yeah, of it. Some there. are, but for the most part, most of them are not. So that... If if you're looking for the really cheap, inexpensive, under $10,000 vehicles with uh, many more repossessions coming up, then yeah, you might be able to find more cars that will fall into that category. Uh, but if you're looking for the nicer, low mileage, younger cars, one, two, three-year-old cars, um, I don't know that there's going to be enough of those repossessions to to really impact the pricing. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, let's call it a show, gang. We are hopeful that we'll have air conditioning tomorrow, but I am doubtful that'll be the reality. That being said, yes. check out CarEdge.com, all the different resources and ways that we can help you are back there. The sales event, we are counting down the days. Please join us on August yes. 12th. Yes. Probably the 11th, honestly, as well, Friday the 11th, up in Staten Island. If you are anywhere within a couple hundred miles of Staten Island, you should th- consider joining us. Go to CarEdge.com slash event to get the details and and, uh, and i just heard there's going to be a food truck yeah there and, yeah and 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 
And the food. Oh, let me read the menu. Yeah. And the food is. We're paying for we're it. We're paying for it. You know. Now. Which I, you don't agree with, but I. I well, I've right been to sales events that we've done, and we've invited food trucks, and and yeah, the the people go and what they they buy whatever they want. We just made arrangements to have the food trucks there for them, but no, I decided that we would pay for it. Sausage yeah. and peppers, cheesesteaks, chicken fingers and fries, burgers, hot dogs, deep fried zeppels. I don't know what that is, but and Oreos. Okay, yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah. Free food. Yeah, free free food. I'll be there. You'll be there. We'll be yeah. working, man. Yeah, but somebody will have to walk out to the food truck and, and grab me a burger and a dog. Yeah, no, that'll and happen. And another burger and, and another, another dog. dog and a yeah. cheesesteak and we'll get you some well, you french know, fries. I don't, I don't know that I'm going to Staten Island for a cheesesteak. Um, go to South Philly for a cheesesteak, but I don't know I'd go to Staten Island. We'll have some food reviews going on that day. Oh, absolutely. Well. Live. 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 Live coming to you right from the showroom. What whose food truck is it? Oh, way? it's um, it's like this very famous uh, Montalbano's 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 food truck. So it's not just any food truck, ladies and gentlemen. It's Montalbano's food Wait, truck. Wait, now I should be we should be charging them for all the. <laughs> Everyone have a great Wednesday. Enjoy your week. We'll be back here tomorrow. We'll see you back here. I'll be sweating again tomorrow. We'll see you back here at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, 8 a.m. in Anchorage, and 6 a.m. in Honolulu. Thank you, everybody, for being here.